0: On today's episode, we are going to be diving deep into the nuances of contentment, ambition, layoffs and pain. We are joined today by Joel Raju Matthew, a working professional, critical thinker, a close friend and a dear brother. Stay tuned.
1: Yeah, go ahead, Kaushik. Okay. Hi,
0: Mr. Joel Raju. Welcome to the podcast episode. How are you feeling
1: today? Yeah, I'm feeling pretty sleepy. Just woke up, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> other than that, uh, pretty okay. Okay,
0: yeah. that's it's good good to have some honesty in the uh, show. So, the topic that we wanted to discuss a little bit is uh, contentment versus ambition. I have a few thoughts on this topic. I've thought about it before, but I want to hear what you uh, what comes to your mind when you hear this phrase contentment
1: and ambition yeah i uh yeah similar to what you've said uh i mean uh, this is a topic which i've also spent some time thinking about i think it's a fundamental question uh you ask yourself see when you're young you don't think much about it right you when you're a kid you just you just think oh i want to do this i want to do that you just it's very simple life is very simple but once you reach a certain point your, uh, you know, you have to start thinking about your decisions, what you're going to do and suddenly this big decision comes in in front of you, which path do you take, do you take the, you know, easy path, the path of security, the path of, you know, that seems to be safe, you know, where you're content with what you have, you're happy with what you have or do you take the other path, which is, you know, a, a bit risky perhaps, but it holds great promise. And that's the path of ambition or maybe ambition is uh, sounds like a little negative the word itself but yeah I-, I think yeah that that's a decision that you have to make and uh yeah yeah that's actually good like
0: actually so even the word ambition so it has like a few different connotations for me personally so while well, growing up or at least in school uh you know in the secular society they we use the word ambition quite often, you know, what is your ambition? And they ask these two kids who don't even know what a job actually means, what salary means. So usually yeah, yeah. people come up with saying, um, you know, I want to become an astronaut or a scientist or something like that. Uh so it's usually looked at in you know, a positive side in that in that uh in that uh context. Context yeah. correct, right? But uh later we uh if you look at it in a maybe a Christian or religious setting usually ambition is uh, has somewhat of a negative connotation because it's associated with selfishness uh, self-indulgence or not being uh, not wanting others to succeed, things like that but uh, there is also the other side which you have just spoken about is that when we are working in the workforce or trying to get our adult life together we need to think about how we need to um, reach into higher, not just higher heights but even a better place where we can be more uh, uh, we can be Inbed-ful. more effective correct right yeah so it's it's not just inward looking but also it has an outward aspect also towards it
1: yeah yeah
0: so yeah so that that's what I've been thinking about ambition so uh, contentment um do you, do you think contentment has any meaning or it's used often like secular
1: thought? One thing is you don't really decide when you when you are content right? I mean different people are content with different things. So I think that in one sense I was just thinking about it. It seems to me like they are not as uh, diametrically opposed as we might think. See ambitious people they they can only find contentment if they do those things, those big things and they strive hard in life see ambition like you you just check the check check on google it says a strong desire to do or achieve something so people who are i, I think it's more about people like there are some people who are more uh, you know in that bent of mind and they don't find contentment unless they 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 actually do something you know so-called great or so-called you know big uh, but other people should be much other people would be much more ready to be content with you know whatever it is that they have but yeah i mean yeah but you have to think of yeah that's the big question you know should you really put yourself in that position where you you want to you know uh, link your contentment with something else or do you want to just have that attitude that uh you know what i have is good I'm, I'm thankful for that i should be content with it so i think i think that is again the question that we're talking about today right
0: yep yeah so, uh, j- just to give a little bit of context, so the, the verse is in 1st Timothy chapter 6, verse 6, For, but godliness with contentment is great gain. So, j- just as you said, so if we are content and we need to find contentment, I think true contentment can only be, uh, uh, is actually contentment only if it is a present reality if your contentment is going to be based on something that uh, will come in the future or something that you're hoping to achieve. I think uh, it's, uh, it's like trying to chase the horizon because it, it keeps getting pushed forward. So you're never actually going to find contentment in the in one sense
1: of the word. Mm. Uh, very no, See, I think, uh, Kaushik, very interesting you said that. Very interesting you said that. So that that's kind of what I want to draw on. Okay, so you said that contentment, if it's something out there, which you are never quite achieving, never quite grasping, but you're always striving forward and uh, reaching out to kind of get a hold of it. <clears throat> but my thought was, see, it's just something that I used to think. People like that... Sure, you know, in their life, they may not be feeling much in the way of contentment, but people like that end up doing so much more than people who are sitting at home content. Right. (laughs) It's that you only do it if you want to reach out to it, that that makes you do it. And not just that, there is a daily contentment that happens. This is something I've experienced when you do something useful in a day and your head hits the pillow you feel you feel good you are not reached your goal your goal may be, you know two or three years away but at least you are, you have that sense that you know i've made progress towards that goal i've respected that goal i've done what i could today and that's like a daily part of that contentment that kind of something beautiful about it as you as you go to sleep you don't feel that guilt you know i
0: think yeah that is true so um, so when i hear what you're saying i'm thinking of it in this aspect like your long-term goals and how that yeah. how you you're working towards your long-term goals, uh, on a daily basis. Daily basis, because um, like even now you you're not content because say you're preparing for a uh, job or uh, and uh, like you're preparing for university and you need to crack this exam, so that's your long-term goal. Like it's one one year away, but every day when you work hard towards it, and you know you put in the effort then as you told when you when you go to bed you know that yeah you have done and you're content in that so, I, so I'm so i just trying to find out where exactly that contentment is from because I think in your case the contentment is from enjoying the process of working towards that better goal what do you think about that
1: the, see that's a good question I, I, I'm not exactly sure uh, I wouldn't say it's only the process because it is somewhat linked to the end it is linked to the goal because it is the knowledge or the understanding that you're moving towards that goal that, in fact, gives you the contentment. So, but that process, even though it, it may be painful, uh, knowing that, you know, that's where you're trying to reach, uh, that actually helps. And, and, and uh, Kaushik, a counterpoint, I mean, see, you, you turn this on its head. This is about, let's say, people who are ambitious, you know, who have that strong desire to do something. You turn it on its head, you talk about people who, let's say, are so-called content. But the point is whether such a person has the hunger to actually change for the better or to do something beyond what it is that they are doing right now. So that is like the, you know, counter question that that that, that we need to ask. Because see, once you are happy with what you have, then you don't really have any particular desire to go out and do something beyond that. So does, does it act as something that it stifles growth, that it prevents you from, doing what you could have done or being what you could have been
0: yeah i think there should be some uh, level of uh discontentment with your life because i think only yeah. then we will be able to progress forward because even like if it is not uh if not if it's not in respect to your career or monetary development if there is something else you have a vision for society or something that you want to progress you need to be discontent with where, the play, where you are right now or where things are moving right now so that you can work towards it. So, yeah, I think I would agree with how you put it. B- okay, so there is another question. So, this is like one of the main arguments for uh, uh, against ambition or wanting change. So, uh, why is the grass always greener on the other side? <laughs> uh, like, just like to uh hammer it home with an example. Like for a person who's working in a nine to five job and he doesn't really enjoy it. Uh suddenly if he looks at um, say like okay I want to jump to another job. So we always think like okay any place other than where I am right now it's gonna be better. But uh but if you look back in our lives usually every place has uh, has some issues with it and sometimes things get a little worse. So what do you think about that?
1: Yeah. No, I, I think, see, the, that that kind of view where the grass is just greener on the other side, where everything is much better than what what you are currently doing. That's just plain false, you know, it's not true. Because, uh, I, I don't know, I think uh, someone put it like this. Uh, maybe you value what you don't have too much and you value what you do have too little. So, so thing is... Uh, I think that's that's see that's a natural uh, mindset when you're in a pretty maybe you're not really not happy with what you're doing so that's a natural uh, uh, what do you call it Uh, way of thinking but I think that's wrong but uh, when you do look at see I, I it does make sense to look at goals and actually move out of your comfort zone but I think the ultimate question is see I think the question of is it easy or hard is less important. And the question of, at the end of the day, when you end up doing whatever it is that you wanted to do, do you find that meaningful? Is, was it worth it? That is a simple question you have to ask yourself. And if, if you think that it would have been worth it or it is better than what you're doing now, if you, you really feel you would enjoy it. I would say regardless of the fact that it may be difficult and there may be some risk involved, you have to move forward because... If you get paralyzed by that... Like I know that that's true for me. If you get paralyzed by the thought of risk and all that... It is not uh, this thing. Yeah. So I think in a very specific way... Knowing what you like... I think you can move forward.
0: Actually, so that brings us actually to the next thing I wanted to discuss. So uh, growth happens only when we take risk. When we venture into the unknown and things like that. So there is... uh, We are going to discuss about growth versus stability. So the thing is that with growth... Um, we only truly grow when we go outside, outside our comfort zone. Um, I think you might have seen this picture of locus of control, like comfort state where all the things are you know, it, there's nothing different, but then when you go a mm. little bit further, where it's a little bit different, so you have to put extra effort to get used to this. Uh, yes, yeah, to that, yeah. yeah. So that is where the growth actually happens, and when we're just sitting here and uh, just assuming things so this is another thing so one is the risk aspect and the other thing is if you always think grass is greener on the other side that's uh uh you're just living in a fantasy land and you should stop that but if you think yeah. that that's the reason why you should not venture or try out anything then you're not going to grow you're just going to be in the same state and and if you are in the same state you're not going to be at neutral you're actually going to decay
1: yeah
0: yeah yeah so how do you see like growth and stability and how do you balance them
1: (laughs) now it's linked to this Uh, i think growth and stability is uh, describing it using the external view where you see that someone is either growing or he's in a environment which is very stable and uh, growth and stability is that and the other internal side of it is what you said you know ambition versus contentment Uh, and again they are not they are not totally independent of each other as as we just discussed i think one thing about stability that we always need to keep in mind and this is a very important point see the world is not stable actually right. Right. see that that's the big mistake see when we think that we have some stable uh, whatever setting it is and we'll just continue we won't rock the boat uh, we're happy enough with it the problem is the world is not stable. Tomorrow the world will end up totally in a different situation, like right now what has happened with the pandemic. So the idea is if you sit thinking that you will be safe, the fact is you won't be. So better it, better than doing nothing is actually moving forward in some way so that when the world does change, you are hopefully more equipped to deal with it.
0: That's, that's very true. The other thing that I wanted to also bring up is that stability is a myth because uh, <laughs> whatever job yeah. so, so I understand that uh, there will be various degrees of that like a person who's fully just uh, his only source of income is say trading or stock market his, his thing is not let's say it's not as stable as someone who's working a 9 to 5 job in a big MNC
1: but the thing is okay. even for the yeah.
0: guy working in a big MNC like I've known personally people being laid off and these are like peop- uh, companies like big name companies fortune Finder companies but but they ha- things happen and and sometimes it happens without even like a few months of notice and things like that. So stability is, is in a way a myth. And uh, especially like, I think as you pointed out, since this world is not stable, we shouldn't fool ourselves by telling that, you know, we are in a stable place.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Now, here's another question. So, you know, when people look for, a, say, a eligible man to marry or something, they want a stable man. Okay, let's just talk about the financial aspect. So they want a man with a stable source of income and i think that's a that's a good thing that's a desirable thing for a woman or girl to want in a future partner but we also discussed that stability is is a myth and uh, and this world is unstable but how do you yeah. think that we can balance that how can we oh, you mean? Uh, as yeah as men uh, how can we try to have a stable Life stable income in an unstable world. Knowing that stability is not, you know, you don't have full control over stability. What would be some Mm -hmm. pointers to strive towards?
1: No, I think I think see that growth mentality itself. uh, That itself makes a difference because see, I think the opposite of stability when we say growth, I think that uh, maybe is correlated with risk in an unfair manner. Actually, it is not necessarily risk. In fact. You could probably argue that the growth uh, mentality, someone who has or who's like more ambitious, in fact, may end up being in a less risk position, a high risk position, than the guy who's sitting very stably and very calmly with what he has. Yeah, so in exactly fact, yeah. so if you if at work you are see work, I mean I think we all know this. This is true. There are people who do the very simple and straightforward prescribed job. There is something they are expected to do. They do exactly that and they don't, they don't screw up in that, but they do that. That's that's about it. And they do that for the rest of their lives. But then there are other people who are hungry. I, I should use the word hungry. And they don't just do what they, they are asked to do. They think a bit more. They try to do a bit more and out of maybe 10 tries they may get one try right where they actually end up doing something much better but at the end of the day if, if a layoff is coming or something is happening who do you think you know the management <laughs> would value that's more? a very good point yeah it's a high risk kind of like just throwing your job and jumping into the world i, I think that's probably not <laughs> I'm such start a, wise a photography idea. page
0: tomorrow i'm quitting my job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i don't think
1: that is like a very sensible thing to do oh okay i think that that does bring us to a point that See, when we talk about ambition when you talk about growth there is an element of wisdom or correct right you know some sense you need in it it's not just about why oh, i would love doing this that's like a childish way of thinking that i like doing this so i'll do this for the rest of my life kind of a thing
0: yeah like like the point you told about that stable job is a very very important thing because i think the people who are really affected by a layoff or a, or a company transition or losing job and things like that are people who have put all their eggs on one bucket they've just been like okay i'm working here my life is settled i'm all good like that but who have not even like even in the company not gone above and beyond to add value to the company and uh, i think yeah those people are the ones who may be targeted first because they they are seen more as a liability than an asset to the organization Mm. the one thing i think we need to all remember one point of wisdom is that there's no quick and easy money Mm. And people fall for this all the time. Like they fall for these scams, especially online. And you see people telling like, listen, I know you own, you're working 9 to 5 and you're earning only this much. What if I tell you that you just need to work for two hours a week and you can earn like millions of dollars? I've done it. I've done this thing that thing. Yeah. And then like, yeah, yeah. all you need to do is just take my program <laughs> and uh, yeah, I yeah. assure you that you can take your money back if you don't get so it's very similar to this prosperity gospel and uh, and how people in that community function it's always like you know show something beautiful that's coming towards you and what you need to mm. do now is take all your investment or all your savings money and just put it mm. all on this and and the, yeah, the yeah. important aspect here like definitely like in that you can do that with like fix a deposit or some other investment methods but thing over here is that it's a it's an easy way with low effort and it's a quick way. And mm. these two usually do not do not. Uh, exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, on this note, see the one fundamental point, there is an element of, you know, uncertainty or just chance in getting like, like getting something good or something working out. That is nobody denies that. I think we all know that even placements in college and all those kinds of things. So, that element is there where you can't really predict based on what you have. There are lots of things that happen out of your control. But at the same time, the fundamental principle in life is that nothing really good comes easy, right? Like good things are born of certain tears. So I think that's, I mean, we shouldn't fool ourselves thinking it could be otherwise.
0: The, yeah, that's very true. Because a week back, I was just thinking about that. And because I was thinking, okay, my life will become better if I do this, go that, this, that, this, that. But what I, when I try to introspect a little further, what I understood is that I'm just looking at things like, okay, future, future Kaushik will have this, will have this thing. But uh, I just I'm just like try- I'm avoiding the process of the hard work and struggle because I'm just like, okay, if I do this, then things are going to improve things are going to improve instead of the yeah. reality is i need to really work hard to get to the greener side and just yeah, wishful yeah, thinking
1: yeah. is not going to take me there yes 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 and and uh kaushik on this note i'm yeah. very sorry for uh bringing this here but there's just one uh uh th- this uh, poem that uh, i had uh, written that oh, kind of yes. uh, perfectly Brof. encapsulates why that. why are you
0: saying sorry Yes. Yes.
1: Yes, I <laughs> no, but I, I I feel like it so perfectly captures it. It'll take less than a minute, so sure, I'll just I'll, I'll just go into it. Okay, so stare into the eyes of your ideal, and dare to strive, make it real. Bear down with unrelenting will, until the day your heartbeat stills. Pain will be your closest friend, and suffering its company lend to the summit, as you ascend. Do not be afraid. Some goals are so grand, so magnificent. They very pursuit grand significance. No matter the odds or the cost, chase them and you will not be lost. So, it's mainly the thing is, see. Yeah, it's like having a goal or an ideal and striving towards that goal or ideal. I think, see, that's what I understand growth to be. That's what I understand ambition to be. Mm. You have an ideal in front of you whenever you have see whoever works towards an ideal I feel that you have a greater degree of fulfillment in your life than when you don't really have any ideal but you're just sitting there and pain will be your closest friend I think that realization we have to keep in the deepest part of our heart because we have to be ready for it otherwise we will suddenly get surprised and stop it so
0: yeah that that's very true and this is uh, something that I think both of us have been thinking about is in our circles while we We bash and we need to condemn the prosperity gospel. At the same time, we shouldn't uh, uh, shouldn't spiritualize poverty. I think Mm. the Bible is clear that we uh, we need to be hard workers. If you read Proverbs, there is so many warnings and condemnations uh, for the sluggard, the lazy man, and even Mm. like a little folding of the hands, I think a little slumber, and poverty will come upon you like a thief. And, and, yes, yes. and even um, Paul in Second Thessalonians 3.10, he says, uh, For even when we were with you, we would give you this command, If anyone is not willing to work, let him not eat. Yeah. So the Bible is full of this. So we need to work hard to earn a living. And also that is the means by which we provide for others. So so this is a good thing to, to strive towards. But uh, I think the caution is that when this becomes... When, when it's just the money aspect that you love and that is what you're coming a slave towards so i think that yeah yeah
1: i think see if it's money aspect uh, you're i mean uh, i i don't know that even the kind of work you're i don't know if a person who works for money can really even enjoy work in an easy way mm. i mean money aspect is one thing the other aspect is actually just wanting to do whatever it is you're doing in a better way you know having that desire to make a positive impact on you know the processes or whatever it is that you're involved in see companies are all most of the companies are not like some evil thing but see we live yeah. in a world we're using our phones we're traveling from point a to point b you need a car you need you know, you need all those things. You, you are using a phone, you need electro, you know, uh, yeah, electronic companies. Yeah. So we, we see, we live in a world and these companies support that, you know, technology and all those kinds of yeah, things. Whatever it is that you want. Yeah. So we we're we are playing a part in that. So, I mean, I think that in that sense of, that perspective and working hard to ensure that you know things go in a good way i think that that's that's a that also is a component of it
0: yeah that is true because i think uh, the fall and the curse that followed it uh one of the things uh, at least for men is that uh, now we have to strive and with the sweater for brownie then we reap i think before that yes like, we used to work and enjoy the process like you know how people make it out to be yeah you know yeah I'm-
1: and that futility also probably was not there exactly yeah
0: so I think that is something good to strive towards but at the same time we shouldn't be uh, hasty in making decisions like okay I like drawing so I'm gonna quit my uh, 95 job and yeah, just yeah. keep drawing so we need to be wise um, but at the same time we need to we need to be yeah I think uh, how, how do you think you would ask?
1: summarize this contentment,
0: <laughs> discontentment and growth
1: now i think i think one uh, obvious thing is i think what we have understood is that this dichotomy itself is probably not so true right in the Correct. sense that that's true yeah uh, growth growth has uh, stability in it uh, includes stability whereas stability doesn't necessarily have growth and uh, it doesn't seem like really a very secure option uh, if you in the long it, run yeah right right long run maybe short run and even ambition and cont- uh, contentment. Is it really possible to be so content uh, sitting doing nothing when the world uh, moves forward? Is that really possible? And secondly, in the process of uh, moving towards your goals, I think there you will find contentment. So probably
0: <laughs> that's actually a beautiful way to look at it.
1: Because uh, I think, yeah, just as you told, like
0: if we are, uh, are we really content if we are just going to sit here and do nothing? Or will we be content if we look at the world? Um, to have a little bit of ambition in us to to be in a better place to make the world a better place and yeah, work yeah. towards it and find contentment in that I think that would be a longer lasting contentment and growth in the same way I think those who have a growth mindset and uh, are willing to uh, explore out into avenues where they are not very comfortable I think those are the ones who will who will stand in the long run compared to those who just don't do anything in this sit where they are I think I think it's a difference between long term returns and short term gratification
1: exactly and and one just one point i wanted to add with respect to ambition because i think better we can uh, just to uh, further develop on that word yeah. ambition in the sense i think probably see when you when you talk about uh, being a doctor there are two ways of looking at it one is i'm going to be a doctor so i'll have that position in society i will be respected that much i will be so and so and so and so and so the other point of view is I'm, i want to be a doctor because i with my position with what i'm capable of what i've learned my uh you know that skill that i would have gained i'm able to help so many people it, so i think yeah. ambition you know what we i think both of us are talking about in the second sense where we are talking about the output or the impact we can have on others as opposed to just a kind of selfish uh, mindset where it's just about reaching the top just for the yeah. sake of it for our own mm. kind of sense of yeah
0: yeah i think i think uh it's a little tricky and uh uh we can't go around judging who is doing for which reason but exactly. i think yeah yeah uh maybe uh, we need to be careful with ourselves uh especially as uh christians to uh, analyze our heart and see if we're doing it for the right reasons and and we should do it for the right reasons and i think that's how uh the christian community can uh, impact this world in a good
1: way yeah
0: that brings us to the close of this episode. I hope you found this conversation helpful and thought provoking. So until next time, have a good one.